Hello, welcome to the Vidat Stories, the new Tishomingo County news podcast. We're so glad you're joining us on this new adventure. We're excited for the opportunities a podcast will give us to tell even more of the story of Tishomingo County and the interesting people and places that make up our little corner of Mississippi. I'm Pamela McRae, Managing Editor of the Tishomingo County News, fondly referred to as the Vidat. Thanks to our sponsors for making this possible. Thanks to Tishomingo County Tourism Council. Farron Rainey Calvert and her team do so much to promote our beautiful county. Come for a visit or stay for the rest of your life. Tishomingo County welcomes you. Also, thanks to Mary Beard Grodsky, a realtor with Crylike Realtors in Pickwick and Collierville. A Yukon native Mary can find you your perfect home or your home away from home. Our first conversation is with Lane Meeks. She's the director of the Tishomingo County Old Courthouse Museum. Lane does a great job introducing herself, so we're just going to jump right in. Have fun with us. So you're our guest at our very first ever Tishomingo County News podcast. We're talking to Lane Meeks from the Tishomingo County Old Courthouse Museum, which is also the home to the Tishomingo County Historical and Genealogical Society. Good, good. Um, So tell me how long you've been with the Old Courthouse Museum. February. This is my fourth year there. Um, Before that, I graduated from Ole Miss with my master's degree. I have an emphasis in civil war and civil rights history. Mm. And I was a teacher at Burnsville for a few years until my first son was born. And I stayed at home with my boys for a few years. And then I started working at the museum. Oh, so you've got a degree actually in... Oh, I've got several. (laughs) In the history. Yeah, I have a bachelor's in history and political science, and then my master's is in history. Oh, okay, good. So what kind of thing was your paper about? Uh, My thesis for my master's, I traced the evolution of midwifery from 1860 to 1970 in Mississippi. So yeah, it was interesting. I got to go all over the state uh, doing oral interviews with midwives and with doctors and then I spent, you know, a year of my life at the archives in Jackson. So wow. <laughs> that was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I oh, that it. is so interesting. I would have never thought about the yeah. <laughs> midwifery in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Neat. Um, and for those of you who might be listening who don't know, a midwife is a person who would have Delivered helped baby. people have babies back in the day before there was a doctor that you could go to. Right, right. Of course, here in Tishomingo County, there's not a doctor you can go to to do that. Right. But <laughs> and, and, you know, back in the day, a lot of doctors, I mean, that was women's work. Doctors didn't deliver babies. That was women's work. And a lot of, most of the midwives that I spoke to were African-American. Oh, that probably yeah. wouldn't have been the case here in Tish County just because of our demographics. But it was for most of the rest of the state. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. I got to, you know, talk to the midwives because some of them were in their, you know, well into their 90s. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was great. I got to go in their homes and it, oh. it was fascinating. I loved it. I that loved is it. very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That's very interesting. Good. Um, so, and you taught history at Burnsville? No, I actually like... taught kindergarten. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was the job they opening. Love, they love history, right? Yeah, yeah. I loved, I loved my kids. I loved my babies. Yeah. Because, you know, it was almost like I didn't have children at the time, so they really were my kids. I loved them. Mm-hmm. So, but when my little boy was born, I wanted to stay at home with him for a few years, so yeah. I did. So how many children do you have? I have two. Okay. And how old yeah. are they? Uh, nine and five. Oh, just okay. Yeah. So are they at Burnsville School, did you say? The oldest one is, yeah. My youngest will start in August, so I'm going to... 
Good. I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, I don't know. I used to love those first day of school days. <laughs> had a little party. I was like, they're gone. No, no. <laughs> He's my helper. So. Oh. Um, so at the Courthouse Museum, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? We help people. We do research. We help people do genealogical research. We give tours. We plan events. We write grants. Basically anything and everything. Okay. And how many people work there? Three. Okay. And are those part-time, I guess? We're all part-time. Yeah, we're all part-time. Yeah, we're only open Wednesday through Friday, 9 to 4. Right. So technically we're all part-time. Okay. And so in kind of background, the um, old old courthouse was turned into a museum. In the 90s. Yeah. I think 96 or 98. sounds right. Off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But it's, it's been there quite a while. It first started out. Our 501c3 is through genealogy. Right. So that's how it started out. And then as time went on, it morphed into a museum. And you know, As people started giving you things. Right. It, right. The more stuff we got, you know, like I got a sign. I got the old Mineral Springs sign yesterday. And basically oh. it's like, okay, I have to find a place to put this. So, you know, I think right, that, that's probably right. how they became a museum. You know, people started... Because a lot of people are worried that when they die, my children aren't going to know what this is. They'll throw it away. And so they give it to us because they know we'll preserve it. Mm-hmm. So I think So that's... you have to learn how to preserve all kinds of different things. Yeah, and that's a challenge. A lot of calling the, you know, MDAH and talking to people who just have done this, you know, in the, in the past who are actually have degrees in museum preservation because that is a whole field in, in and of itself. Yeah, definitely. There's a a big learning curve there. Right, right. Um, And the other two people, they work all the same time? They do. Miss uh, Miss Linda Johnson, she is a retired teacher. She taught 20 years in Alcorn County. And Miss Sharon Belk, she was a civil servant in Europe for about 30 years. She She was a tour guide in Europe, and she's also an artist. Oh, right. I've yeah. read about her. Is that right? She yeah. got a grant recently. Yeah, about... they're both fabulous. I'm, I'm so fortunate to have them, both of them. Uh-huh. Every day they show up, I'm like, I love y'all. Y'all are great. <laughs> oh, good, good. So now when people go to the old courthouse museum, which is on Quitman Street in Iuka, right across from historic Mineral Springs Park, um, and we like to claim it as part of the downtown area as well, because you can walk down there, but you can't walk back because it's way <laughs> up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the train tracks. Oh, right, so. <laughs> right. Oh, the trains right now. Um, so when people go into the museum, tell me what will they see? The first thing we see, our Civil War room is on the right, and that is probably the largest collection that we have. The Battle of Iuka, of course, General, uh, General Henry Little. We have quite a few of his artifacts, some of his diaries, Parts of his uniform, his belt sash, his sword, some of the things that belong to him. And then we have an old moonshine steel set up because that was a huge part of the history of our county. Mm-hmm. And then we have a military room and a women's room. And we have a Native American room and our library where we house all of our genealogy, artifacts, books, you know, primary source documents. And then upstairs is the courtroom. Okay, okay. And there are some displays upstairs? There are. We have the jury room. We have what we call a blacksmith shop. There's an old broom factory in there and and blacksmith artifacts, you know, different things. Um, And then we have 
Cecil Sumner's office, a replica of his office. And who is Cecil Sumner? He was a senator from Tishomingo County, I think in the 70s and 80s. It's way before yeah. I was born. At least 60s yeah. and 70s, yeah. right. It was before right. I was born. <laughs> right, right. Um, good. And so people can go in there and it's free to it visit is. the museum. It's free, but we do appreciate donations. That's right, because it's all donations. Part of it is paid for by Tishomingo County, yes, by the we Board have of Supervisors. A, a parcel stipend from the county and the rest is donations and membership fees and just, you know, what we can beg for, basically. Thanks again to our sponsors for our new Vidat Stories, Tishomingo County News Podcast. Thanks to Farron Rainey Calvert and the Tishomingo County Tourism Council. They do so much to promote our county from Golden to Pickwick Lake. Come for a visit or stay for the rest of your life. Tishomingo County welcomes you. Okay, so we are back with it now. So you have several big events coming up this summer. I know the Renaissance Day, that's always a great thing because it's in the spring and everyone can't wait to get outside. Right, right. So when is that? It's April the 22nd from 9 till about 2 or 3 in the afternoon. We have old-fashioned demonstrations. We're having a broom maker who's coming. He actually won Folk Artist of the Year for Tennessee a few years ago. A broom maker. Yeah, he actually makes brooms on his grandfather's 1916. He said his grandfather saw a broom making machine in a catalog, and of course he couldn't afford it in 1916, so he just made one out of old barn equipment, and he still makes his brooms on that. We were able to go to his house and watch him make a broom, and I bought one. I love it. I'm using it, so it's, it's kind of neat to actually... Like a real usable broom, yeah, not like a, the cinnamon No, no, ones. no, no, no. These are real. You know, this family's been making these brooms for three generations, so that's neat. He'll be there. Tri-State was nice enough to give us a grant to sponsor him him coming. That's the Tri-State Educational Foundation, who, they, in addition to a lot of scholarships, they also... Uh, provide grants for educational opportunities like this, which this is a big educational day because you're teaching people about... Oh, yeah, old-fashioned. And and it's getting harder and harder to find these demonstrators because so many of them have died out, and no one else is picking this up. So once these are gone, I'm afraid we're not going to, you know, we're going to have a hard time replacing them. Right, but you've got, so you've got basket makers. We have a basket weaver. We have a spinner. We have a blacksmith. We have the broom maker. We'll also have music all day long, and we're having pony rides for kids and a petting zoo, and I don't have my list in front of me, but yeah, we'll, we'll have, and hope, I mean, I'm trying to add to it, you know, I keep trying to add to it every year. Like I said, it's getting harder and harder to find these people, because some of them will call me and say, hey, Lane, like one man who always comes, he's been coming for, ever since we've had it, he said, my health just won't allow me to come now. He's, he's 80 years old, so, and he was fantastic. He did, uh. He did a, he dressed in period clothing and he did basket weaving and, and different things. So we're going to miss him. Neat. What about, um, do you have things that are inside the courthouse as well? We Demonstrations do. and speeches? And we stuff. do. Mr. Uh, Mr. Altry, he's the poetry man. I don't know if, if y'all know him, but he used to be on the radio in Corinth, I believe. He does storytelling and he was there last year. I'm hoping he'll get to come again this James year. James Autry? Yes. Oh, I have some yes. of his books. Yes. Oh. He's fabulous. We love him. And um, we're trying to have presentations upstairs. Last year we had someone from giving a, uh, he dressed in period clothing and talked about the Mexican-American War. 
And then we had someone do the same thing on the Civil War. We try and do those, you know, two or three throughout the day. So, And you try to um, reach out to all parts of the county, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We are a countywide museum, so we try and support and gain support from our entire county. Yeah. Good, good. Um, and last summer you had some, moving on into summer from the spring events, you had some really interesting um, animal visitors, I know. Right, Bob Tarter from Animalology. I have a hard time saying it, but we try and get him every year. He's fantastic. It's usually standing room only. I've actually considered trying to get him to come twice because we have so much interest. And then we also have the people from Marwall. They bring owls, injured owls that they have rehabilitated. And so, you know, all of them bring animals with them, and they're, they're certified biologists. They're able to talk about. You know, they're very well educated and they're able to, to tell the kids about these animals. So it, it's interesting. We, we enjoy it and we usually have a great turnout. Good, good. Um, what about as you move through, um, I know that Heritage Day comes up and y'all are kind of involved in that as well. Yeah, last year we actually served as the safe area for the Native Americans to change clothes and come back to. So we weren't actually open to the public. We were kind of serving as a place for them to relax. And I know it's some a pretty of, fancy green room. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know some of their. They told us some of their. I don't. I don't know what they call them. Their outfits. They have sacred feathers on them, so we right. wanted to make sure that no one could touch them, or, you know. So we kind of served as a safe, safe space for the Native Americans last year. I don't know what we'll do this year, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's neat, and really. I mean, it's Heritage Day, but y'all do heritage all year yeah. round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. That's that's our life. So, thanks also to Mary Beard Grodsky, our favorite realtor with Cry Like Realtors in Pickwick and Collierville. Mary's a native of Iuka, and she has real estate in her blood. She says she can find you your perfect home or a home away from home. Thanks again, Mary, for being a part of our podcast team. So one of the big things that you're working on now is the restoration of the town of Tishomingo mural. Right. If you're driving south on Highway 25, there's a great mural um, at our one-stop sign in Tishomingo where you can see several scenes from Tishomingo's history, the historic uh, agricultural high school, the street dance event that we always have, and I think there's a what else is on there? The downtown? All the downtown area. And the yeah. Swinging Bridge. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, the Swinging Bridge. Mm-hmm. The mural was done by Tony Bullard, Bullard. Um, about five, at least five years ago. It was before I started at the museum, so it had to be at least five years ago, yeah. Okay, good. And the um, and they want to restore it, so what's going on with it? It's, it's peeling and some of the wood around the little window has rotted so we need to restore it before it gets worse we are in the trenches trying to write a grant through mississippi arts commission the grant would fund half of the project and the town of tishomingo will fund the other half good so and we have like i said we, you know applying for a grant is not getting a grant but if you don't apply you don't know so hopefully we will get it um and we could start on it maybe late summer is the plan i think mm-hmm. So how much uh, do we think that it'll needs? be about thirty five hundred dollars okay. for, for total? So will the pay, the original artist come in and redo? Yeah, yeah, we've got him on board to come in and 
and just repair. We've got pictures, you know, it's peeling in some places pretty bad. So it, it needs some work because it's just going to continue to get worse. Right. We don't right. work on it. Um, and the history museum is asking for input from people who enjoy the mural. There is a thing in the Tishmingo County news this week on page two, asking for your comments as from the public to tell what that mural is meant to you. I know when I drive through a lot of times or are at the little cafe that's right across their patties, um, you'll see people over there posing in the pictures yeah. and the, uh, well, and that's actually a requirement of the grant. We have to have the community's input. I mean, these grants are rough. <laughs> There's so much work, you know. Uh -huh. So, and that's one of the things that they require is community input. So, we actually really need that. Good. So, we need every single person who right. loves that mural to get in get in contact with Lane at the historic um, Old County Courthouse. Or you can, if you need to, forward it up here to the Vidette, and we will send them over there to her. I think that that's all we really needed to talk about today, unless you've got anything else to bring up. That's all I can think of. You've been yeah. a great first guest and guinea pig through this Thank process. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. We are, I look forward to more. We'll, we'll improve as we go along. Right, right. And keep, um, we want to talk to you again Absolutely. when Renaissance Day is Absolutely. a little more firmed up in a month or two. Mm -hmm. Um because we are always big promoters of that at the Tishmingo County News, and you can make sure and check out the Vidette. We'll have stories about the various people that are coming and times and days and how you can help be a part of that. Absolutely. So thanks so much, Lane. You're doing a great job. Thank we really so appreciate it. Thank you so much for it. having me, and thank you for everything y'all do for us. Thank you. The Vidette Stories Podcast is a production of the Tishomingo County News, published weekly from Iuka, Mississippi, and owned by Joyner and Renard Publishing, LLC. Check us out online at tishco.news, where you can read the Tishomingo County history we write every week, look at back issues, share stories, and interact through the comment sections. You can subscribe, check out an area events calendar, and lots more. Go online to tishco.news, T-I-S-H-C-O dot news. Thanks to Kirby McRae for our original podcast music. Mm -hmm.